Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your sweet, kind, and gentle GM, woo-woo, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Stace Babcock. I'm drinking this Mike's Hard Lemonade Wild Berry, and I have to say it tastes like juice. This is dangerous. It tastes like juice. I brought mm-hmm. up two just in case. Alex Finn. I've now read four books this year and Ooh. squatted 145 pounds, and I smell kind of bad right now. <laughs> and Samson Davis. Well, I, as of the beginning of this week, am officially caught up on One Piece, both anime and manga. So, uh, Holy shit, stop showing off. Yeah, no, I will not. <laughs> but you know what you should show off? Mm-hmm. Oh, is mm-hmm. it Die Hard Dice? It oh, is. That's good, that's good. <laughs> Yeah, show off your set of Die Hard Dice that you got from Die Hard Dice. Whatever beautiful acrylic or metallic set that you got, I'm sure what happened is that you went on the website and were just uh, blinded, well, stunned by uh, a beautiful design that was just right there for you to buy. And when you went to check out, you used our code Explorers1 and, oh, what a wonderful experience to get 10% off your order. You get a high quality product for a little bit cheaper and you're helping to support your favorite podcast. So uh, do it again. Go to Die Hard Dice, find a set for you or a friend or an enemy, and use our code Explorers Wanted, 10% off your order. Please and thank you. Okay, goodbye. Quick announcement before we get started. We have a new patron. Woo! Yay! Mike just joined our Patreon. Thank you so much for your support, Mike. It means so much to us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Back-to-back episodes, new patron, new five-star review. Are we popular? Are we cool? No. So who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Stace. All right, no shit. Last time on Explorers Wanted, the crew has successfully infiltrated the dog show. But unfortunately, not all is as it seems. Because it would appear that people are sneaking weapons into the dog show, putting them inside of some sort of strange energized box. So that seems murdery. And then also there are these wristbands which don't want to come off people. My stace theory is that they are designated teams, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but we shall see. So, but before all of that was discovered, Esri went and, is there with Esri finding Ilsen? Yeah, went and found Ilsen and um, clued Ilsen in on most but not all of the happenings at the senator's house. And plan to rip off the senator at the dog show. Ilson was not impressed. Yeah. Ilson went to her seat. Esri went back to check out. This was before we knew about the weapons. She went back, found out about the weapon situation, went back, talked to Ilson, helped to tear Ilson's wristband off, which is apparently like alive and very clingy. Nevertheless, due to a net 20, it was successfully removed. At that point, Ezri and Ilsen decided to go find Magpie to warn her about the impending <laughs> death. And Ezri does manage to find Magpie, clue her in. Magpie is like, I got this plan. We're going to get the senator out of the suite, out into the alley to get you, to get the bounty on you. Okay, bad plan, but I'm in. And or the senator leaves and we rob her suite. And or the guards leave, but it's just the senator. We rob her sweet. And or it ends in kidnapping and murder because we don't know when enough is enough. Anyway, that's the plan. Pretty good plan. No, no. Daniel seems to like it. Not because it's a good plan. Mm. I think it's fine. If the GM <laughs> thinks it's a good plan, it's clearly a good plan. That gives me a lot of confidence, actually. Alex, I'm sorry I doubted you. Yeah. 
Slash yeah. magpie. So Esri goes back, explains the situation and the plan to Ilsen, who is once again, like, hard to impress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not really a plan, is it? It is a plan. Aspirational. Better than what Ilsen got, which is nothing. Exactly, because she went to fucking done this. Ilsen is deciding to cover the dog show slash massacre and remains in her seat. Esri sitting there with Ilsen looks across the arena. I don't know what we're in. Sees Yasmin sitting there. We can say arena now. Okay. With a goddamn wristband on, yellow in color. Meanwhile, Magpie is getting stopped by the security who wants to know what the fuck she's doing back there by the VIP suites. And that's where we ended the episode. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, ma'am. This area is off limits. I'm sorry, but I have a very pressing matter with the senator. Then you'll have to take it up after the show. Mm, I don't think it can wait. Well, Senator Fellow doesn't like being disturbed when she's enjoying sport. Sports. Even if I have something she wants. Ma'am, you're going to have to be more specific or I'm going to have to ask you to leave. She's looking for a person who I happen to be in possession of. Interesting. Okay, so give me a social role. We peacefully open communication. This is peaceful. It is. So it's 12 to start. Peacefully opening it makes it a 9. And persuasion makes it a 6. Mm-hmm. 18. Okay. Oh, that one. Hold on a second. And he motions to... Uh, there are two guards here. He motions to one guard to, like, go in. And that guard slips in the door into the box. And the guard that you've been talking to stands there kind of waiting. Just a moment, ma'am. And then a moment later, door opens again. And the other guard steps out and says, Senator Fellow, we'll see you now. Thank you. And she goes in. Do, 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 do. We're doing a great plan. Ma'am, we're, we're going to need your sisk if you're going in there. Sisk this, motherfucker. You think I'm here to harm the senator? It's just security. We don't let other people with weapons next to the senator when you're the senator. Sure. She hands over the sisk. Okay. You are ushered in. Senator Fellow is sitting at one of the seats near the edge, watching some of the dogs that are currently engaged in the course right now. There's one really adorable moment. Stinky's out there right now. Go, Stinky. Where Stinky is doing a little leap, and you can actually see, like, the stink lines coming off of him as he, like, jumps through a hoop. And everybody's like, oh, that's that's sort of cute in a gross way. (laughs) You You can hear that from the crowd. And then there's also some gasps as a, another creature, like a fleshy sesky, so instead of scaly, but doesn't have fur either. It doesn't even look like a hairless dog, though, because it's almost got like a demogorgon mouth, although it's not his whole face. And it's trying to do a piece of the course, and then it slips on one of the steps and kind of slides back down. And, you know, there's some people, aww, as people are noting the judges jotting stuff down. And Senator Fellow motions to his seat that's about, it's near her, but it's it's about still like four seats away. You're getting the feeling that that's roughly the distance they're going to want. Magpie casually sits down. I hear you might have something for me. Mm, I prefer to call it someone. I see. Let's cut to the chase then, because I've had a lot of people claim to have Esri Stonebreaker. I don't take disappointment well. Not many people do. I have successfully subdued her for now. I've left her in an alleyway because can you imagine the destruction she could bring in this place? Oh, I can imagine. Give me a... It's intellect-based. I mean, it could be 
you're basically trying to get a vibe. You're trying to catch like a, a micro expression. That's essentially what you're trying to do here. And it's a 12. Emotional support? I have been sympathizing with her. Yeah, make it a nine. 18. When she says, I can imagine, there's almost a moment of, it's almost like a wistfulness. That's an interesting idea. And while she's thinking that, it's because her eyes glance at your bracelet, your wristband. I mean, if that's something you're interested in, I can bring her in. It would certainly liven up the events for me. I'm currently considering where I want to place my wagers this time. I mean, I do know someone who's running some betting action and selling tickets to the after party on the side. The after party. Well, I know it's a bit droll for what you've got going, but sometimes it's fun to slum it. I'm sure. She kind of looks you up and down. Take off the mask. It's not necessary. I want to know who I'm talking to. <sighs> Gonna try a peacefully opening communication and persuasion. Okay. Well, I do. It's a big ask. Yes, I know. Man. So I think those two assets would bring it down to a 12 for you. 13. What do you say about to convince her that you're not taking off the mask? Well, I appreciate your ask. We're a little bit too visible, even though this is a private walk. I would prefer if we went somewhere more private, if you'd like to see my face. I see. Do you have her subdued nearby? Yes. Were you planning on making delivery here? Well, it was more of a... I show you proof of life, you give me a deposit, then we make a dis- exchange. Well, what's the proof of life? Again, I'm hesitant to give you a deposit without knowing for sure that you have her. As I said, there have been multiple people who have tried to swindle me, and those people are not around anymore. Did Esri clean up her hair growth at all? Yeah, well, no, she braided it. Somebody with incredibly long and fun hair. I know that hair comes off, so I'm going to say that Magpie, when Magpie does her creepy thing, has some of Esri's hair. Uh, you're going to have to spend an XP to get something like that. Yeah. I will. I just, I'm going to spend an XP to have, like, just hair samples for Ilsen and Esri. Ilsen. <laughs> okay. Just as an aside, just to have them both. You could absolutely spend an XP to do that. I am going to say she's not going to have a way to authenticate the hair samples or know that that's Esri. I know. Okay. Well, she knows what color Esri's hair is. And if we're going pre-time rewind, it would be about the right length for the Esri poster hair. Okay. She's going to look at it and say, it's the right color, but it's not like she has that unusual a shade of hair. Right. But if I brought you a finger and you had plans for those hands, it'd be kind of disappointing, wouldn't it? A finger would have been better. You need the... F- if you wanted her to have a fun fighting match, all fingers are necessary. Oh, I don't care if it's fun. <laughs> but it's fun when they think they have a chance. When the hope dies in their eyes is the best. I think a toe would work better. Maybe the largest toe? I mean, I can go get you a toe, but... <laughs> yes, I think that would be a great start. Send some guards with me. You just... Unless you've seen her feet before. I haven't. Exactly. But I would like to see a toe, and then we can talk about the next stage in our negotiations. Do you have the money with you right now? Bring me the toe, and we can talk about your deposit. She's going to be ever so angry when I wake her up. Good. Why does a senator have a hate boner for Esri? Because you killed a magistrate that was their friend. Oh. Their friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, yeah. it makes more sense now. Off you go. 
Works for me. You have till the end of the first course to get me the toe. Okay. And she just turns and looks back at the event. Like, you are clearly dismissed. Magpie's going to leave and get her cisk back. They give you your cisk back as you go out the door. Would Ferdinand and Magpie have, like, a signal that means meet up? You did not establish that. But I feel like there might be one. Like, just from working. There might be, yeah. You can try making a signal. You don't know where he is, though. Yeah, she's just gonna... Oh, she's gonna tug her right earlobe and go. Okay, you tug your right earlobe and go. While walking, she's gonna be searching the crowd for somebody who's approximately the right... If you cut off a person's toe, it would... You could call it Ezri's. She's gonna look for somebody in the crowd. It's a potential, like, match for Ezri's size? Yeah. Okay, you start searching. Ezri and Ilsen. Ezri, you've just seen Yasmin across the way on the other side of the Serena. Sit tight, don't die. I see Yasmin over there. I'm gonna go get her. <laughs> no, stop lying to me. I can't. It's too much bullshit today. What are you talking about, too much bullshit today? First of all, this possible blood sport that this is gonna turn into. Second, magpie shit plan. It... I bet it's going really well. This is bullshit. And now you're telling me Yasmin is here? How did Yasmin... Well, I guess Yasmin did know about this. Damn it. Anyway, I gotta go over there. Do you want to come with me, or do you want to stay here? Because my rescuing abilities, when shit goes down, will be limited. I I mean, I'll try. You go first. I'll see if I can follow you. All right. Ezri heads off. Okay. Walking like a boss over to where Yasmin is. Yeah, so you go walking like a boss. Evens rods. Ooh, evens. Samson roll died. Let me forget even rods. Odd. Okay, so as you start walking, there is an usher that comes up to you and says, um, sorry, everybody needs to remain in their seats through the course. We're getting things ready for the next course, and we can't really have people wandering around. I'm just, my friend is sitting on the other side, so I'm just going over there. Oh, oh I suppose that's fine. They look down. Uh, where's your wristband? I don't have a wristband because of the surprise. Oh, well, that's not a problem. Um, we have some spares, and they start pulling out a long box out of their shoulder bag. No, I mean, don't give me one. I'm not supposed to have one. Oh, no. Everybody except staff and the, the VIPs are supposed to have. I'm just saying hi to my friend. I literally helped load the goods into the good boxes. So now it's a social thing. So yeah, this is what they're supposed to do. You're definitely not supposed to be in there unless you have an armband or you're part of the VIP concierge or unless you're part of the staff, the event staff. Probably a 12. Okay, she's trained, so that'll make it a nine. Mm-hmm. I'll spend a third of my intellect pool on effort. Hey, come on. Seven? Okay. Okay, but, you know, get a wristband as soon as you can here. And they, like, reach into the box and they hand you what looks to be a relatively inert blue band that's just open. Blue. Ezri takes it. Thanks. And she hurries away. Okay. She puts it in her pocket. As you're heading over, what is Ilsen doing? I think Ilsen's going to try to follow. Well, at first she was going to follow Ezri, but then can she use that conversation as cover to like slip past the usher and basically get to Yasmin? Yeah, I'll give you an asset. Um, and then you're also trained. So it's a six. Yeah, okay. That's probably fine. Uh, I'll take the six. Okay. That was a bad idea. Uh, that's I rolled a three. Rolled a three on that. Unless uh, I'm also specialized now in lies and trickery. That helps me at all. I don't think that would help you here. So you, you managed to slip past that conversation, but as you're coming around the corner, you bump into another usher that's just coming out there. 
the, oh, ma'am, you, you have to be seated right now. Uh, perfect. I was looking for somebody. Uh, someone uh, threw up up on the aisle 6F. Oh, um, that's unfortunate. Yeah, we can get it. But you, you do need to get back to your seat, though. We're getting ready to, you know, move some of the coursework and... We can't have people wandering around back here. No, I understand. I'm just, I just don't want to sit next to a uh, vomit. So I'm finding a new seat over here. Okay, that's fine. And they motioned into the spot that they just came out of. No, that's fine. I see a friend actually. So I'm going to go sit with them. I see. Where's your wristband? Uh, I was told I do not need one. Oh, then everybody needs one. I've got spares here. Are you sure? I'm sorry. I was told I don't need one, so I will not be taking one. Uh, that's not a choice. That's everybody except staff and VIPs has to be wearing wristband. See, even the dog owners down there are wearing wristbands. Think about what you said. Say it very slowly. See if it clicks. Trying to convince him that I'm VIP. Okay, so you've got lies and trickery, which you are specialized in. Correct. So this is a six for you. Actually, no, I think it should be a nine for you because you are not dressed like a VIP. That's fair. Uh, I'm going to put a level of effort into this to make it a six... Uh, I can't really add a flex. I'm just gonna roll six. Ten. Okay. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, ma'am. I didn't realize. That's all right. You're just doing your job, but I'm gonna go. Remember, six F. And he'll send. It's just gonna leave. All right. And then as you're wandering away, you kind of hear a whisper like, why would you be sitting at six F? He's gonna walk very quickly over to Yasmin. Ezra, you're now free to go as well with your currently inert wristband. Yeah, she'll head around to uh, where Yasmin is. Because you both got held up in different spots, you sort of arrive roughly at the same time. Um, and as you approach, uh, you can see Yasmin. Mm-hmm. She's out there and she is laughing and pointing at one of the dogs out there. The one that looks like a giant snake made out of a lion that's currently doing a variety of like serpentine tricks and acrobatics down on the arena floor. Is there a seat open by her? Yes. Ezra will sit down next to her. Elson will sit down on the other side. Oh! Hi, Ezra. Ilson, I was hoping I'd bump into you. Hey, yeah, I'm glad we bumped into you. So, um, bad news. There's something really weird going on tonight. We think the wristbands have something to do with it. And we got to get you out of here. These things? I mean, I think they're kind of fun. Yeah, but they're for something. Something involving a large number of... And Ezreal, drop her voice and, like, lean in real close. Weapons that have been snuck in here. Oh. I don't know what sick thing rich bucks are planning but we have to get out of here oh oh shit i thought this was gonna be fun i thought there was gonna be wasn't magpie and ferdinand bringing a bunch of little dogs that was the plan unfortunately i have a lot to fill you in on which we should do somewhere else oh okay where do you want to go Ezreal, look up to the top of the bowl is this open air it's open air well let's go up there okay you guys start heading towards the the highest seats. Are you trying to exit into the back area at all where ushers were, or are you just trying to go up through the stairs alongside the seats? Up alongside the seats to the top of the of the bowl. Okay. And once they get up there, Ezri will give Yasmin a hug, activate her stars. Ooh. Ten. And fall backwards off the edge of the bowl. Nice. Okay. So you fall backwards with Yasmin. <laughs> Like, right at the moment when that, like, scorpion thing is doing a really cool trick. So everybody's eyes are... Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. So, yeah. So you go falling backwards, but then the stars are also making it so that you're flying as you bring her down. Since this is not, like, a long distance and you're fully rested or anything like that, you're not going to have to roll to hold her or anything like that because she's also holding on to you. Okay. However, as you get about halfway down, it's just, ow, this thing's getting uncomfortable. Ow. Ow. Fuck. 
Why is it tightening? As we will fly back up a few feet, hang on to me. Okay. And once Yasmin has Esri, Esri is going to break that wristband. Okay. It was a 15 last time, so. And you're trained in breaking, right? Good at breaking. That's a 12. Yes. <laughs> I'll spend my effort as well. 17. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you break it. Because you did this once before, you managed to catch it before it starts cutting into her skin from the tightening. But it gets close. Like, she's definitely going to have a bruise on that wrist. And it snaps and falls to the ground. And you look backwards down at it. You can see it sort of wriggling on the ground. We're just going to leave that. And then Esri will fly down to the ground and then head back to the alley area. Okay. With Yasmin? With Yasmin. I mean, they're still going to go to the roof, just like Esri had said. She just didn't necessarily think flying over there. It's the most discreet choice. So as you fly down past it, you do notice there is a small purple splat as the wristband kind of pops on the ground. How is the one in Esri's pocket? Nothing? Because it's inert? Funny you mention that. It is starting to wriggle in your pocket. Just wriggling? It's wriggling. You're not sure. I mean, it's up to you if you want to reach your hand into your pocket. Oh, no. <laughs> as you get close to the alley, it you definitely hear like a little pop and you feel moisture on your leg in your pocket. Not even the grossest thing that's happened to Esri today. <laughs> and it kind of burns a bit. Oh. Not like melting you away, but definitely like really irritating your skin. Like it's not a chemical you want on your skin. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, when they get to the roof, Esri will drop her pants and rinse her leg off. With what? Water. I assume she has some okay. water. Seems normal. So you rinse it off. That helps, but you do have a red spot on your leg where the goo is kind of seeped through the pocket a bit. Gross. And then Esri will fill Yasmin in on all the shit. Are you going to try to put your pants back on? Oh, yeah. Pants are on. Even though there's still goo in them? <laughs> Esri will cut out the part that has the goo. Good call. And then she will put her pants back on. Okay. So now you just have like a hole in your pants. It's fashion. So you're on the roof back by the alley is what you're doing. Yeah. And the good ambush spot that we all know about. Okay. Ilsen, you guys went up to the top of the bowl. <laughs> no, did Ilsen go up there? I think if, if Esri's plan was to kind of fly out for a hot second, I don't think Ilsen would have had to follow for that. So I think Ilsen is at, okay, it's still where uh, they found Yasmin. And she's just sitting there watching the show, writing some notes down, because it's probably one of the last times that she's going to get a chance to write down what's actually happening at the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very cute right now. There's a couple of the sort of feathery dogs, and there's one dog that's really sort of like about a three-foot furry sphere that just sort of rolls around down there, but it still does some impressive like hops. It's doing well on the course. It's just, which is weird because you can't see exactly how it's managing to do any kind of locomotion to propel itself. But it's very cute right now. And then you can see the uh, judges deliberating, and some of the staff are kind of moving some of the course material out, and you can see they're starting to move in like the award podiums or whichever dogs are going to be declared the winners of the dog show. Is this the awards for like the whole dog show or just the event that we saw? Just for the dog course. Okay. Then I think for now, uh, Ilsen's going to stay put because moving more is going to draw the attention of the ushers. Mm -hmm. And also she really just does not want to get involved in whatever Magpie is doing right now. So for now, she's just watching and kind of hoping she can see whatever mm -hmm. secret thing is going to happen here. Right. Because she is 
slightly more curious, especially now that her wristband is off. Okay. She feels about as safe as she can feel. So going back in time a little bit, because the first course was finishing up there. While this has been going on, Magpie, you've been looking for somebody who's big enough to have a toad that could pass as Esri's? Yeah. Okay. Esri is unusually big. They could just also have big feet. Well, you wouldn't necessarily know that from a distance as you're going, but so we're going to do two rolls. Even or odds for the first one. Even? Okay. Stace, roll die. Tell me to get even rod. Odd. Okay. Even rod for the second one out. Even. Okay. Stace, roll again. Two. Fuck yeah. Okay. So you do spot one person that's not quite as big as Esri, but they're at least bigger. The downside is they are on the far side of the arena as the last dogs are entering the competition. And you're not sure where Esri and Ilsen are. They're going to met. So wait, is this person staff or just like some rando? They look like an audience member on the far side. You can't, from this distance, you can't tell what color their wristband is because they don't have it like up and in sight. They just seem like they're an audience member. Mm. Why are you, none of you here to stop her from doing bad things? Because we couldn't stop her from doing bad things if we were there. Mm-hmm. We, we could have come up with a better plan. I'm sure we could have. Wow. If only there'd been some pushback on the plan. Yeah. No. Mm. From this second, like, addition to the plan where she's going to jump somebody and take their toe. Oh, the toad. <laughs> You're on your own. Magpie, I would like to offer you an XP. Yes. Who would we give the other one to? How's everyone else doing? Two advancement, one XP. Oh, my gosh. Give that poor man an XP. Samson, have an XP, please. <laughs> I have to reroll so many ones. You don't have to. I, yeah, I do. I, I do. Sometimes the stakes just feel so high, and that's a compliment to you, Daniel, as a storyteller. Yeah, this is your fault. There is the big individual <laughs> that you can see over there. He's wearing thick clothes. Like, he's definitely from the Warrens because he's covering up all of his skin. He doesn't have his mask on right now, so you can see he's got sort of broad features. You'd have to get closer to see in more detail. But you do recognize the person sitting next to him who occasionally puts his hand on his shoulder as Odalai from the Briskers. That's the one who needs the fall guy, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're about to start some shit. Oh. Magpie's gonna go over and lean over Odalai. Okay. What do you say to Odalai? Well, is Odalai wearing a, a bracelet? Odalai is wearing a bracelet. This is blue. Were you aware of the surprise? No. No idea. Mm. Well, things are about to get a lot more fun at the dog show than we anticipated. Hmm. All right. Did you find the thief yet? Yes. You did. <laughs> However, it's not going to do either of us very good if we don't get out alive. Where and who is it? Because of another job, I had to leave them in the basement of someone's house. Basement of someone's house. Well, it was a sender because that was the safest thing I could do. Why wouldn't you just bring them to us? Yes, bring somebody we're going to kill to a dog show. That's a great idea. At one of our warehouses. I had to be at the dock show, unfortunately. And now it's going to shit. Okay. This is going to be some sort of deception roll. And it's an 18 to start. So a 15 with persuasion. I'd like to claim this is peacefully opening communication because I did not take his toe. That other guy's toe. No, because Odalai is already irritated with you because you're taking so long. And you're already still a suspect in his opinion. Okay, then persuasion, yes? I'll give you persuasion. That makes it a 15. And a level of mm-hmm. intellect. So that makes it a 12. This is going to be fun. I promise, Samson, this is going to be fun. 
I wait for it to happen. I got a 12. He looks at you. So you had to come here. I want them at a warehouse no later than early evening. If we survive, surprise, I will have them there with bells on. Good. Because if you don't, we're coming for you. Yes, yes. And your little friend. Which one? I have so many. The baby. Fine. You might want to remove the wristband, though. I'll take it under advisement. I was hoping to see him try and remove the blue one and see what would happen. They're now issuing awards to dogs. Stinky came in third. <gasps> Yay! What? Bullshit. Wait, who beat Stinky? If you podium, you're just happy to be there. Yeah. Third place is good. Yeah. Second place sucks. Yeah. Stinky is happy, but... He deserves first. Stinky deserves all of the love in the world. Yeah. There's a Sesky in second place, not one of the ones that Ilson met. And then there's this weird, like, feathery lizard creature that... The one that kind of looks like a Komodo dragon, but with feathers, that's in first place. Mm. And it does have that, that weird, really, like, hangies on its mouth, just like a Komodo dragon does. There. Well, I get to go find a toe unless you want to spare one. No, thanks. I'll see you tonight, Magpie. See you tonight. God help, Bertrand. As the podiums are being moved out of place, folks, we have a surprise for you. Great opportunity. We knew we were going to add some wagering this year, and people have been excited about how we're going to do it, but we wanted to make it exciting. We know that everybody likes a little excitement, a little competition, but, you know, really, we just want it to be humane, so we're not going to have the dogs competing so much, but you do have an opportunity to kind of earn your own awards down here and meet the dogs first and then of course you have your opportunity to win a special prize from Titan Pet himself an opportunity to earn 4,000 shins Ah, shit folks will have the opportunity to file down meet the dogs and get prepared for the Imperial Games that will be related to this we'll be calling people forward by bracelet color you can see that this announcer kind of been a wheel that they've got and they come back and they say First up, yellow. Yellow is first. And Magpie, you have a yellow bracelet. I know. The person that's making this announcement, they kind of pull out a whistle and they blow into that whistle. It makes kind of a weird tone. But then your bracelet starts kind of wriggling on your wrist. Everyone with the yellow bracelet, please proceed down to the first level and come out to meet the dogs and get set up for this opportunity. I guess she's going to kind of make her way down but not like go directly there kind of do it in a winding fashion to see if there's an opportunity to leave yeah people are coming down they're kind of like trying to corral people as best they can as you're making your way down there they announce and people with blue bases start getting up and moving towards the the location then they announce green and then purple and you didn't see much purple beforehand but there was some there are some colors that are left out. You see a lot of people with red wristbands that, for whatever reason, they weren't called. So, Magpie, are you trying to slip away as you're going down there? Yes. Okay. I don't anticipate Magpie getting far in the death blood sport. Okay. Give me a stealth roll of some sort. It's a big crowd, so let's call the 12. Well, I got a 19. Okay. What would you propose as a minor effect? don't know at the moment. Okay, well, think about that for a second. I will tell you this, as you start sneaking away, the closer you get to the exit, the tighter your wristband starts getting. Mm. Uncomfortably so. Mm-mm. I guess an asset and slipping the bracelet. Okay. To get out of the bracelet is a 15. 
So it's a 12. Not 20. <laughs> Whispering to Alex to use her powers to just face through the bracelet, but never mind. Could have done that shit. <laughs> Remember you have superpowers? <laughs> I did not. Wow, it seems like that might have been the easiest thing in the world to do. Yeah. But yeah. then I wouldn't have gotten this nat 20. Okay, you snap this bracelet. It falls to the ground wriggling. And it starts immediately sort of wriggling back in your direction. What would you propose as a major effect? Ashmi needs to find Ferdinand, don't I? But that's not a major effect. Could be. Why not? You find him before he goes down on the floor. Yes, I would like to find Ferdinand before he goes to the blood sport. You do find him. He is currently tugging at his bracelet. It is not snapping now. So here's the question. So could she grab the bracelet and phase it off of him? No. Damn. Well, I maybe. I think so. I roll it? I roll it? Or you could read what your power does and just check real quick before rolling. No. Yeah, let's check what your power does. Hold on. No. Thank you, Samson. No. Ugh. <laughs> Samson. How do you forget you have superpowers? How is that not like the fantasy that's just right there in your brain? Or is that just me? Like I said, I have binge watched like 10 dramas that are 100 episodes long. That is what's in my brain right now. <laughs> murder bot over here. I mean, I got one piece in my head, but I still remember that Ilsen's got gravity bullshit. I remember that Ezri has a hammer. And a shotgun. And a shoddy. So your phasing is very slow. I'm just thinking. Yeah, but... It's definitely worded in a way where they're trying not to have you, like, phase out of grips and things like that, but I, I don't think it's explicit enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has a tier one ability. If she spends two XP, she can pass a one inch per round. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, okay. But the question now is whether or not she can just grab this other thing and take it with her. I mean, in theory, she can because she's not like phasing and her clothes fall off. Right. I would say go ahead and give me some sort of intellect roll while you're doing this. And that's to see if you can control the detail of the phase enough that you can actually take this other thing. Because a lot of your phasing is sort of instinctual. Mm-hmm. So for something small like this, let's call it a 12. Okay, and then I'm going to use a level of intellect. Makes it a 9. 11. Okay. You phase slowly, and, you know, as Ferdinand's moving, like, it slips off. And then she drops it. Okay, give me a speed defense of 12. Is it 19? 19 will do it. So... You manage to get it down before it snaps around your own wrist. There. What would you propose as a minor effect as it falls on the ground and it starts wriggling? Samson, help. Uh, a minor effect, you're able to, you have like a asset on stealth to hide it or at least like divorce you and Ferdinand from this wayward wristband, like an asset on getting away from this. Okay. I think for a minor, you could just say you get away from it. Okay. We do that. We get away. Okay. You get away. Oosh. Ilsen, from where you're seated, even when there are some of the people, like, with the yellow wristbands that are down, you don't see Magpie, although you saw that she had a yellow wristband. You see people kind of milling about down there, meeting dogs. And then all around on the floor there, as the dogs are being let out, portions of the wall start opening, revealing various melee weapons all around. And the announcer announces, last one standing gets 4,000 shins and tolls the bell. And after a moment of shock, people start running to the walls to grab weapons. <laughs> Do it. <sighs> Quietly to herself, Phil Sanders says, Fuck, that's what you're saying. This is such a good story. God damn it. <laughs> 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 oh, people are going to die. God, fuck. Readers love that. Yep. Ilsa's just taking notes as the blood sport begins. 
yeah. Okay. As we do. <laughs> yeah, question. Everybody else in the audience, is this just like, oh, look at this. This is fun. This is a fun turn of events. Or are people like, yeah. There's some general shock, but some people start sort of getting into it. Like there's, it's shock, relief that they didn't have to go down there. Except for, like, a couple, like, you know, truly, like, oblivious, like, oh, I could handle that. You know, that kind of people, like, in there. I could fight a bear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those kind of, There's always some idiot who thinks they can fight a bear. You can definitely tell, like, from the elite areas of the audience where, like, the VIPs sit. And then, of course, the senator boxes, you can see people chatting with each other, clearly making wagers. And it's not clear if they're wagering on individuals or if they're wagering on the color of the bands of which team is going to be the most effective. Five like parlay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Body parts dismembered. But yeah, still the people who are here that are not like the VIPs start wagering amongst themselves. Are there any like official bookies kind of walking around or is it all like personal wagering? Just private? The official bookies are mostly focused in the VIP area. Down where you are, it's mostly just like individuals that are like either people who don't qualify as VIPs aren't rich enough to do it, so they're just, like, wagering small stakes with each other. Okay. Right. Uh, internally, Ilsen is just flabbergasted that <laughs> after the initial shock, people aren't, like, upset about this. Mm-hmm. The announcer said, a more humane. There are definitely people really upset down on the floor that are currently getting their asses, like, torn apart or running scared because they didn't expect this. They're using weapons, but they, they did not. They weren't mentally prepared for this. No. And then is what's happening to the people who are, I assume, trying to escape? As they try to escape, you can see them reaching for their bracelets in pain. Oh, fuck. Are we going to get a free dog out of this? Anyone hurts those dogs, even for 4,000 shins. I know. I swear to fucking God. We will murder everyone in this place. Murder an arena full of people (laughs) if one hair on one dog is harmed. If Stinky is not perfectly fine. Where the fuck is Stinky? Where That's the a good point. Where is Stinky? Fuck is Stinky. We're laughing, but we're serious, Daniel. He's behind the grates. They're getting ready to release him into the melee. No. No! <laughs> and then we murdered the Emperor. I was thinking about it. I'm like, could we murder the Emperor right now? Like, would it be hard? Mm-hmm. Is this character motivation? <laughs> <laughs> is this how we do a revolution? Let's destabilize the nation. Why not? <laughs> So that's what Ilsen sees. Magpie, where are you and Ferdinand going now that you've gotten away from this wristband? Actually, Ferdinand is just like, so does she have the money? Were you able to get it? I can't see it, but she has the money. Not all of it, I'm assuming. But she brought enough to bet on this. All right. Well, when is she coming? After I bring her a toe. A toe? Right. I'm pretty sure we can get one pretty easy now. Why do we need a toe? Proof of life for Esri. Oh, you want to cut off Ezri's toe? No. Any toe will do. She's never seen Ezri's feet, I've confirmed. I don't know if she'd want to after what happened yesterday. <laughs> exactly. So it's going to be fine. We just need to grab a toe, come back to her, be like, look, it's a toe. Although she doesn't have many guards and some of them had bracelets on. So we may be able to go get her anyway. But the guards did not have bracelets, just to be clear. Oh, Although it did solve one of my problems. Some other people I did not like did have bracelets on. Should we go find Esri and we can murder our way through this, or should we go get a toe? Why don't you go get a toe? We need our money. Right. We could also rob this place and get for at least 4,000 shins easy. Good luck with your toe, Magpie. 
and Ferdinand like starts wandering off on his own. <laughs> Magpie's gonna go get a dough. Okay. So you're going to somebody in the audience, I presume, or a staff member. We're looking for staff member. Okay. So it's easy to find a staff member. A staff member that's not surrounded by people. Okay. Well, I'm going to say you could probably find one that's isolated. It might take a little bit, but you'll find one. Then what are you going to do? It's a young woman wearing a uniform that, like, covers all of her. Like, it's clearly not, like, a rich person's uniform. It's This person has, instead of a sesky on their forehead, they have something that looks almost like some sort of winged creature. Yeah? I need some help right now. How can I help you? As you can tell, I'm a VIP. Okay. And I need a toe. A toe? Yes. I don't think I can help you with that. I think you can. I don't have any toes I can give you. Well, you have ten of them. No, I'm not giving you one of my toes. What would the role be to just, like, sisk her in the foot for a toe? (laughs) So, she's wearing shoes. Yes. Roll initiative. I got a 14. I feel like this is a surprise round, because she's not expecting it. She knows you're there. Yeah. But she's not expecting me to go directly for the toe. No one really expects that, so I think Alex has a good point. Just like the Spanish Inquisition. Just like Spanish Inquisition. What did you roll out? A 14. Okay. Okay, you go first. You can definitely attack. I can't guarantee that you're going to get her toe off with one swipe. So it is going to be... Your cisk is a light weapon, so it is a 9 to hit. Got a 19. Extra damage or minor effect. I don't think a toe is a minor effect. Or is it? I think a toe could be a... I don't think the toe gets completely separate as a minor effect, but you could definitely do some damage to their foot, like get make progress towards getting that toe. What if I did extra damage? I feel like that's the same thing. That's plus three damage, so that brings it up to five damage for your sis. Yeah, that's a Raymond at this foot. How much damage can a foot handle, Daniel? Okay, you can cut off a toe. Thank you. <laughs> it's now their turn. To scream. They're going to try to grab you. So this is going to be a 12-speed fence. Mm. What? Guess what? We're going to tear up and get defensive phasing. Oh. <laughs> so you can change your face so that some attacks pass through you harmlessly. But the next 10 minutes, you gain an acid speed fence pass. During this time, you lose any benefit from armor you wear. So you get an asset on your speed defense that makes it a 9. Nice. Okay. So you manage to, they try to grab you and their like fingers like pass through your half face self. It is now your turn. Grabbing the toe. Meanwhile, Ilsa's just taking notes. Ezri's hanging out at the murder point. The roof of the ambush I point. I thought she was on the roof. Ambush yeah. point. Yeah. That's where the ambush can come from. Yeah. Oh. Uh, appears there's not going to be an ambush though. So. Mm. She grabs the toe and do we have enough movement to just leave? Disengage? I mean, you could try. I mean, I don't know if they're going to chase you. They have a heavily injured foot. It's going to hurt. Kill. Yeah. If you spend your entire turn trying to get away. With the toe. With the toe. So it's an action to pick up the toe. Mm-hmm. And now we're using our movement to go. Okay, so your movement will just be an immediate distance. You had to take an action to pick up the toe. So they will pursue you. Mm-hmm. At least the immediate distance, then they're going to try to grab you again. Okay. But you have an asset in your defensive phasing, so it's a nine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eighteen. Okay. This poor person just came to work today. Yeah, you'll definitely get away from them. Where are you going with this toe? Keeping in mind that she said that she wanted it by the end of the first course. 
so she's late. Whatever. Okay. Just go in there. No one's told her to stop the plan. Okay. Esri, you've been waiting a long time at this point. <laughs> Esri will look at Yasmin and say, Yasmin, this has been way too long. I'm going to need you to head back to the Enclave, and I'm going to go check out what's going on. You sure I can't help? Did I mention the senator who wants me that we're also going to fuck with? I don't think you had gotten that far. Oh, that's my bad. Um, well, we got screwed on the money. Oh, that's bad. It was Senator Fallows who ordered the job, and she kidnapped Ferdinand and was apparently torturing him in her basement. Oh my god. Is he okay? Um, I heard he has some damage. Very personal. He doesn't like to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) So stop looking. But yes, overall, he's okay. I was talking to him. He's fine. He's here. We're going to try to get our money from the senator, is my point. Okay. Just personal damage. Okay, well, yeah. Maybe I can help him with some bandages or something when you guys get out. (laughs) Maybe. That's always a possibility. No, she doesn't say that part out loud. (laughs) Be safe, Esri. As best I can, Yasmin. And she kind of looks down and she kind of just quickly kind of climbs down off the roof and starts at a comfortable jog heading back in the way of the lifts. Esri will fly back over and take a little peek over the top of the arena. There is a bloodbath going on down there. Ooh. What's it look like in the fancy boxes? Fancy boxes, you can see people are placing wagers with each other. You know, you see some people pointing down and then laughing, and then another person, like, you know, groan. It looks like they're groaning, like, exaggeratedly, and then handing them, like, little markers that are, like, like little pieces of paper where they're writing down, like, their wagers and bets and things like that. There are bookies moving between the boxes, collecting bets as things change. What are the bookies doing with that money? As people are making wagers, the bookies are collecting them. Then they go out of the boxes and you can't see them until they come back into another box. Are there any unoccupied boxes? Yeah, because some of the senators aren't here. Are any of them fairly high up? Not high up. They're lower down so that they have a better view. Esri is going to try to sneak her way slash fly into one of those boxes. Which is good because she's very good at stuff. Yeah. Um, so you were flying across the crowd. More like maybe, like, walking around the top edge and then, you know, getting near the boxes and then flying over the edge. Kind of more what I was thinking. So I'll give you this. This is unexpected. I was looking at the uh, Blitzboard, so why would they look up? There must be family members just wailing in the stands, unless parties got all the same color ribbon, in which case they're looking at each other and hoping that they don't have to kill them. Mm. Very sad, fucked up sort of thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. I think it's a 12. Factor again that people are watching the blood sport and they may not be looking up as you slip in. So stealth would be speed effort, so I'll spend one. Mm-hmm. Come on, Bessie. 17? You have slipped into one of the unoccupied Senate boxes. Perfect. I was just going to poke her head out, and she's going to say, can I get a bookie? Okay. Give me some sort of, like, deception-y, persuasion-y thing, because you don't look like somebody that should be in one of those boxes when you poke your head out. I would like to use natural charisma. Okay. So that's training, right, essentially? Yeah. Okay. So that's going to be uh nine. With the training? With the training. Seven. Senator Lutz isn't scheduled to be here. What, what are you doing? I'm here with him. Who do you think wants to bet? 
Come look and see. Senator Luce isn't supposed to be here. She never comes to these. She came today. Come in. I mean, do you want to come in and tell her that she can't bet? Esri will hold the door jar. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be another persuasion because you failed the first one. And it's going to be harder now. Hmm. So it's going to be 12 with your training. Hmm. It's 12 with the... Tr- okay. I'm going to spend a half, now half, of my <laughs> intellectual... Brain's really working today. Come on, Bessie. 15. They step closer and look in. Oh, Ezri's for sure knocking this person's ass out. She knows what to do if I have to use that to get a surprise attack. Okay. Yeah, you have to use know what to do. I'm going to say this person is a bookie. Weak, scrawny, not much of a fighter. We'll see. <laughs> Ex-soldier, just retired. Uh, give me a... So how are you attacking them with? What are you... Hands, sledge? Classic hammer to the back of the head. Okay. Give me a 12 attack roll. Still love that. So weird being a tier one life. 12, I guess, might effort. So nine... Nine. Okay, so you hit them for seven damages. Does it crack their little skull and make them go unconscious? It does not make them go unconscious. Oh, just pretend to be unconscious. I don't. I, I don't actually want to kill you. Now you need to roll initiative. Damn it. <laughs> Seventeen. Again, Ilson is just taking notes over where she is. <laughs> Ilson's enjoying herself. This is the best day ever. No. Ilson's doing her job. This is a damn fine story. <laughs> She's going to get that promotion. Ilson is not enjoying herself at this point. I mean, Ilson is horrified, but is resigned to telling the tale. Yeah. That those in the arena. Yes. Like a journalist. Yeah, you're top of initiative, Esri. <gasps> Ooh. I'm going to hit him again. It's a 12 to hit. We're harming so many innocent people. Well, I'm going to try not to kill him. Even if that makes it harder. But it is it not to kill him? I don't know. Ezra's going to use her action to grab him by the front of the shirt and put her face right here. Okay. Give me a... So your 12 will be your sort of grappling then. Okay. So I'll use um, all of my effort here. 13. Okay. You've got a grip on them and you're right up in their face. Hey, man. Do you want to fucking die? Placing bets for these rich assholes who are profiting off people killing themselves down in the arena? Or do you just want to fall asleep? Help! Help! Fall asleep it is! <laughs> Ezri will actually carry him right out of the box, now that she has him. Out the front or in the back, where you stuck your head out? She's flying! Okay. Out the front, or the side, like whatever, whichever. Okay, so you start flying out there, you do hear other people coming in the direction of the box from his yells of help, and you fly out of the box... And now people definitely notice that something's going on. Like, there are definitely, like, some of the people in the crowd that are looking. Evens rods. Evens. Samson will die. Tell me if you get even rod. Samson, don't let me down. Even. Yes. Okay. Senator Fellow and her retinue are not looking in the direction of your box when you come out. What a dummy. So, yeah, Ezri will haul him up and over the side of the arena if she is able to do that. Okay. He's going to be struggling with you while he does that. So give me a 12 might roll to keep him in your grip. Okay, I will spend a level of effort. 10. Okay. Yeah, so you keep a grip on him as you're flying up there. Ilsen just watches what you would recognize as Ezri's flying form, just exit the box and just like... Uh, carrying a bookie. Yeah. 
Uh, Magpie Gator. I can't believe this. <laughs> yeah, best influence ever. Hilson, you feel a hand on your shoulder and hear Ferdinand's voice. It might be time to go. And that's where we'll end this episode. No money. No punched senators. <laughs> I don't understand. I would play this episode again. <laughs> Samson, something about this episode. Oh my god, <laughs> I, it's an actual blood sport. I was half joking when I said that, but I—it's a blood sport. So there we go. I do like the fact that most people are like kind of chill with it. It's just like ah, just another day in life mm-hmm. where this shit just happens, and who cares? They're just people. Yeah. Not like they're important. So I like that detail. <laughs> I also just like that Magpie and Ezra are just getting into shenanigans and all of a sudden just sitting there like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. I stole someone's toe. I, <laughs> the really funny thing is, is that there's a chance, depending on how things go, that you never actually get back to Sender Fellow, in which case you took that person's toe for no reason. Yeah, I know. That's the best part. She just has a toe now. So yeah. A lot of shenanigans at the dog show. Yeah. I mean, I've been hinting for a while, but... Yeah, but now it's actually happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is my turn, and I will offer you all an XP if you watch the miniseries The Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix. This is another Mike Flanagan, same guy that did Haunting of Hill House, Haunting of Bly Manor, Midnight Mass, Dr. Sleep, a bunch of other movies. The title comes from the Poe story. Similar to Haunting of Hill House, it's a very loose adaption. It does involve a brother and sister from the House of Usher, but in this case, they are actually magnates of the pharmaceutical companies. They've sold like a revolutionary opioid that is very addictive but it's been sold as non-addictive and they have built an entire empire off of it and so their story is sort of the framing story but mysteriously as they're going to yet another trial in which case they've nothing has ever stuck to them something's different this time and over the course of two weeks all six of roderick usher's children die under mysterious circumstances and so the framing story is the medicare investigator fraud investigator who's been chasing him down on this for years and years and years receives an invite from roderick usher to meet him at his old childhood home which is just this run-down house that's still been kept the same way and they're sitting in this room across from each other and roderick is telling him the story of how all of his children died with the promise that as a result he will get his entire confession roderick is seeing visions of his children and so each episode is named after a post story and is themed after that post story. So, you know, you have the beginning episode and then like for each child's death in the middle. So it's first episode, last episode, and then one for each child as they die. Adult children, by the way, who are for the most part, all terrible. Mm. And like, so then you have the first one, the mask of the red death, you have root murder in the room morgue, you have black cat, you have the telltale heart you have gold bug and then the pit in the pendulum mm. it's really really good flanagan is very good about feeding you clues as to what's going on at just the right time you get the information when it starts to make sense and that you feel like a smarty pants if you start sort of working out what's going on with his confession what you're going to uncover 
and it just gets stranger and weirder. And it all seems to revolve around one woman who appears to each of the children in different ways before they die. A woman from Roderick's past who is something very clearly not human. It's really, really good. I really enjoyed it. It's eight episodes on Netflix, like I said. It's just a blast to watch, especially if you're a Poe fan, because then you can sort of see the parallels. It blends in so many elements from so many of the classic Poe stories. And uh, one of the, the twists they do is that Roderick kind of has a poetic tendency. Bruce Greenwood plays Roderick, and he's fucking awesome. But so he'll sometimes break into poetry, and that's it's usually Poe's poetry that he's speaking in. So it's really good. Highly recommend it. Fall House of Usher on Netflix. If people wanted to tell us what they think of the Fall of the House of Usher or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Well, go to our website, explorerswanted.fm. On there, you'll see all the socials we're currently using. On Mastodon, we are at explorerswanted at dice.camp. On Blue Sky, we are at explorerswanted.fm. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at explorerswantedpodcast. But the best place to talk to us about our player intrusions is our Discord. Explorerswanted.fm slash Discord will bring you there. Also, if it is within your means and you're feeling generous, patreon.com slash explorerswanted is the best place to support us. And please use our dice filia code with diehardice explorerswanted at checkout. Get 10% off your order. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. The best thing you could do for us is to tell your friends, tell them what you like about the show, why they should listen to it. Podcasts grow by word of mouth. Second best thing you can do for us is to write us a five-star written review on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. That makes such a difference for people finding the show in those directories when they're looking for a new show they want to check out. And if you didn't like the podcast or you just thought it was meh, well, I wish I could help you. With all my heart, I want to help you see to protect you. If I could... I'd like to place my hands on either side of your face and tell you that it will be okay. If I could, I'd press my fingers into your jaw as I mouth the words that cannot be spoken, your flesh turning to a meaty clay beneath them as I smooth over the space between your lips, sealing the entrance to your throat. But I can't. You're too far away, and I am sorry for that. Because when she comes to your room, night, tomorrow, or some other evening, she will wait for your mouth to open, and then she will dip her long, honeyed fingers inside you, and the things she does next will break and tear you until you can never move again. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Macedon as Daniel at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K dot org. You can find me on our Discord. I'm Stace Windu. I've had dates like that. I'm at Slam Potato on Twitter, Blue Sky, and at Slam Potato at Dice.Camp on Mastodon. I think I need to like start a change.org petition to have Daniel write some monster banging smut because I think he'd have a bestseller right there. <laughs> BookDoc would love it. Anyway, I'm T with the Unicorn on Twitch, Instagram, and threads. All right, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you listen to this. And bye! bye. bye.